All right, all right. Let's see if this works. I think this, I get blamed. Without technical difficulties to start off. Come on. Listen, Come we're going we're to start it over. Maybe it's my technical difficulty. No, it's me. It's me. No, it's me. no, no. This is why. I haven't been able to clone myself. We didn't have a preseason. We didn't have a training camp. We just went right into it week one. So wait a minute. It, it already sounds as if you're, you're just. Uh, let me, I'm going to start over because people didn't get to hear my beautiful <laughs> voice about Tom. And the reason that Tom is on here, ladies and gentlemen, why? Because there's 12 days, 12 days till we get back to harmony, patriot harmony, patriot love, patriot hate, patriot chaos, chaos on the offensive line. But you know what? Let me shut up because my boy from another mother, he's here with me. And I don't want him getting mad at me because it's, it's been it's been it's been a long long it's been it's been a while but you know what we'll get into you know the season we're back together it's been months since mm -hmm. we've been together i think the patriots last year crumbled in december which Oof. means boston power hour crumbled in december as like well. cookie crumble yeah yeah not good for you not i had a, more it, fun going to las vegas at the end of last season that was nice and seeing jared stidham play that was nice the patriots at the end of the year but i th things are going to change this year i'm, I think not I'm very optimistic i'm sure you're not i'm sure you're going to try to be realistic <laughs> And I'll be Mr. Optimistic. Wait a minute. And uh, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later. But that's why they call us the salt and pepper boys, okay? I got to be that salty guy. I'm an old man. You see the salt and peppers in my face. But you're the hot and spicy guy. And listen, I know over the summer you are somewhat ranting. Not much has changed with you, my friend. Not much, all right? So let the people know what's going on in your mind, sir. Patriots Nation. We are exactly 12 days away from opening kickoff for the 2023 season, right? And I've been holding this with me because we're just 12 days away. You know who wore number 12 in New England? Tom Brady. That's the guy that they're going to honor week one against the Eagles. And I'm going to tell you this, and I hate, I hate, I hate saying this. The Patriots absolutely fumbled the Tom Brady ceremony and the Tom Brady return. Ooh. I'm sorry. Now, listen, don't get it twisted. I'm going to be out there week one. I'll be in the stands. I'm going to have an exciting time. Like, it, it's going to be great. But Tom Brady won six Super Bowls for the New England Patriots. He is the reason. He is the reason why your franchise, the New England Patriots, are what they are. Tom Brady deserved an entire day dedicated to him down at Gillette Stadium, kind of like Larry Bird got at the Garden when he left Boston, right? Right. I don't get why in July or August you could have not sold out Gillette Stadium. You're doing it for Taylor Swift. You do it for Ed Sheeran. You're doing it for, what, ACDC coming up or whatever it might be. you got all these concerts at Gillette Stadium, but you couldn't get Tom Brady to get 80,000 paid fans, and they would sell out to have Tom Brady at the 50-yard line and just have him soak it in for about an hour and just talk freely. I do not like that this is going to be rushed. Again, Cliff, we're 12 days away. Hold on. Are you no, hating on Taylor? No, 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 no. Let me Are you hating on Taylor? I'm, uh, no, I'm hating on the Patriots organization because I poked around. And I have said, hey, what's it going to be like? What's the ceremony going to be like? Well, you should get in your seat a little bit early. They might be doing something, probably a jersey retirement. Oh, I don't know when the ceremony is at halftime. Why are we mixing this with week one? It's a circus act is what it is. It's a way to use Tom Brady to sell tickets. I don't like for the for the home opener, like, oh, like our team's not that good. Well, we'll get Tom Brady. We'll get people up there. Tom Brady deserved an entire day. And it makes me question going forward how the Tom Brady ceremonies are going to be handled. You see him recently in Las Vegas with the Vegas Raiders, like in their locker room, yucking it up. You're telling me you couldn't get Tom Brady to come down to Gillette Stadium, even if you had to pay him a couple mil just to show up? You're telling me that you could not do that? Babs. I do. 
No, because there are people that support the New England Patriots that don't have the funds to go to week one, that want to celebrate Tom Brady, that want to come from upstate of New Maine, that might want to come out from California just to be there. You're telling me you could not sell $20 tickets and just sell the entire stadium out for Tom Brady? The fans are deserving of that moment. I think it's been ripped away from the real fans to just put them in to a distraction of week one. And I'm really upset about it. Again, I'm going to have a good time week one, and we're going to celebrate his legacy. They absolutely fumbled this. Who's our coach again? Bill Belichick. Do you think Bill had something to do with this? If Bill Belichick had his way, he would not want it week one. It's a complete distraction for the team. I think Bob Kraft was like, Bill, we got to have him at least one time. Bill, one time. Belichick did not want it week one. Belichick would say, put it week four, week five, week six. Do not put it week one. It's a complete distraction. It puts so much pressure on Mac Jones. But is it a distraction? Sure he plays the right way. Like, it's, is it's it a, a lot distraction, of pressure on the Bill? organization. It's is, a distraction. Yes, it is. Eh, I don't know. I, I, I'm looking at it, at it like this. Let's be somewhat realistic. Is it fair to say we're not going to the Super Bowl? Yeah, that's fair. Okay, fair. Is it fair to say that we might have to crawl into the playoffs. We'll talk fair. about that later. Fair. fair. Okay. I'll give it to you. Is it fair to say that this is still a business? Fair. Bob Kraft had to get him in the building. If it's a business, you know you could have sold 80,000 tickets, right? I, I agree. I like agree. You could sell that. I mean, you're selling out Gillette Stadium week one no matter what. But How much at, do those tickets go for uh, anyway? I mean, the cheapest right now is 440 after Ow. to get in there. So. My goodness. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I look at it like this. You have the owner... You have the coach, they come to terms, they agreed on one, this is where we are. I don't agree with it, but at the same time, I feel as though you was kind of hating on my girl Taylor. See, I'm not a Swifty, but at the same time, I don't know that people would have kept going to celebrate him for a whole day. It would have been awesome. I think like Jay-Z would have pulled up, Meek Mill definitely would have pulled up. Yeah. It would have been a great show. And it's a distraction away from – it should not be mixed in. Tom Brady ceremony should not be mixed in with the football operations, the day-to-day operations. It should be completely separate. Everyone has that nostalgia feel. Like you said, you can have all the celebrities come out. People would buy tickets. People would be tailgating out in the parking lot. You could have had something at the Hall of Fame. I think it was rushed completely. 100%. Kraft rushed it right away when Brady made that retirement. Like, oh, like, I'm gone. And I just feel that they're going to fumble it. We're 12 days away. You have no idea how the timelines will be set up. I'm sure it's going to come out soon. That's usually what happens after I say something. Something uh, magically yep. happens. <laughs> they're but, listening to you, bro. But it's just, I think it's just rushed. It wasn't done the right way. I've been told this is going to be years of ceremony. So, like, next year they'll probably do the Brady wing in the Pats Hall of Fame. He'll be a Pats Hall of Famer. Stretching first it out. To Canton. They're going to end up doing a statue at some point. I think they're going to do a Jersey retirement week one. But... No, I think they just – I'm telling you this, a little hot take it, here, a hot, hot take. The no, Tampa Bay Buccaneers will do a better job than the New England Patriots minute, on celebrating minute. Tom Has Brady. It, are you guys already giving him beers? Is he already <laughs> drinking in here? What's going I've on? I've had nothing. I've had nothing so this far. This is insane. Stone cold sober right so now. So where you. are you getting this from? Where are you getting this from? Why would you say that the, Bu- the Buccaneers just hired him for a Super Bowl and said thank you? Yeah. That's it. You think they would have a better celebration yes, than we? Yes, they would, 100%. Holy shit. This man, this man gave you six men in Gronkowski. Okay. So, I mean, I don't know. It's just, it, it almost feels like the organization is going to use you 
when they feel it's needed to be like, hey, let's bring Brady in to get a boost of ticket sales. Let's get Brady in here to really push push the tickets. It should be separate. It should be completely separate from the actual football organization. It is ugly. It is ugly, my friend. It is ugly. But at the end of the day, um, I, I have to say this. It is what it is. They're not going to they, – they are just saying, let's get these guys in. We might not have – we might – don't, don't beat me up. We might not have a good season. Let's get in what we can get in, for, in right off in the beginning. Because these first four games, they're crazy. But you know what? Before we get, because I can see you're, you're, a little, you're a little heated, a little heated. I've been, I've been sitting on this for months. <laughs> That's I know. Why. I, I get it. Let's, let's have a little recap because there was a few things that happened over the, sea, over the, the, the time off that we had. A few things. Let, let's, let's review. First of all, I just want to hear a yes or no. Did the Patriots do a good job? Maybe. And help, my God, already with the maybes. Talk about the maybes, and I'm going to set you up for the next, the next uh, card there. Why is it maybe? Why? Well, I thought, are we talking about the whole offseason for the Patriots right now and we how we kind feel of about are. it and put yeah, it all together? Yeah, just one. All right, so I think that Belichick and company did a pretty good job this offseason. And I'm going to say, first and foremost, the most important move was getting Bill O'Brien. you got to get an offensive coordinator. And it took him, I think, 10 or 12. I'm off. See you later. Uh, and I think going into the draft, they got Christian Gonzalez with that first pick of the first round. Looks you know? good. It, Looks it, good. It, 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 he didn't look that great in preseason, but he's raw. He's a rookie, so I'm not worried about it That's right now. That's why I say I think he looks good simply because it's a system, right? Yeah. Who's yeah. going to pick up the system? Right away. I don't see that I, happening. I just think that it was the right move. Now, I would have liked them to get offensive line. As you can tell, over these last couple of weeks, they're very thin at it. For years, we've been trying to get an offensive but line. But I, I do feel that overall, like, I know you haven't seen much in training camp. I've been very vocal about mm-hmm. I'm not going to training camp. I didn't go to one single training camp. This, I know. I called you, and you're like, hell no. I'm not going. I Shut. wasn't going to be sweating out there in the 90-degree weather. They weren't showing anything in the first couple of weeks. And even these preseason games, they haven't showed anything, which I think actually is a good sign. I yep. think that you don't want to. You think they're hiding things? They, they have to. Okay. I mean, week one is the ultimate. You must win week one. It's a you wish factor. You don't want to show too much out there. I thought Mac Jones in the second preseason game looked pretty good. Yep. You got enough out of that to say, okay, when they actually have their starters, maybe we have something going. But it is just a giant question mark going into week one, and you got to be optimistic. But they're trying to put the best football team out there possible that they can. And you've got to give them credit for that. I want to say this. So during the offseason, I was kind of just paying attention just a little bit with social media, bro. And I didn't know if I had to call my boys. I was going to have to call my goons because somebody was, first of all, saying something about nuts. And there's (laughs) children here. So I can't really digress. But what's up with this? Talk about that. First of all, I started the campaign. You did? Hashtag Hopkins watch. Before Judon. Now, let's go back to January real quick, just talking about it, keeping this up here, is that people were saying, we want Hopkins, we want Hopkins. And I said at the time, I said, I was like, I don't know about it. But it got sold to me. Hey, you bring a guy like Hopkins in, he's going to draw the double coverage. All these other guys can get wide open. Kendrick Bourne, Juju, Parker, like this this offense can roll with it. Mm -hmm. So I said, you know what? I'm with it. If you're willing to pay a John New Smith that much money, you should be able to pay DeAndre Hopkins. And when DeAndre Hopkins came in and had his visit, this seemed to be optimism. Like, okay, it's maybe happening. he's going to come here. Started <laughs> ho- hashtag Hopkins watch. It also shows to you that even though these players don't follow you, they see everything out there. Oh, yeah. They see all your posts. They're on their Explore pages. I know this for a fact. So even those out there that have smaller accounts and you're trying to do something, they see everything. Now, 
when the news broke about DeAndre Hopkins going to the Titans, mm -hmm. I was down in the dungeon. That means I'm not available to be on my phone. I'm not available to take photos yep. of DeAndre Hopkins. But if you want my real take on this. Talk to me. He doesn't want to practice. He doesn't want to put in the effort. It doesn't fit what they have in the system. Mm. I know for a fact they offered him a one-year deal. Yep. It was very incentive-based. Yep. And he said it's not worth it. Now, if, he, if Hopkins gets hurt, yep. he's out of a contract. Like, he want, these players want guaranteed money. Makes sense. Like, you know, he's up there in age. Yep. How is he going to be now? Now he's not on the PEDs, right? Is he yep. still going to be the same? So at, at the time, it's upsetting. But overall, mm -hmm. the Patriots end up getting Zeke Elliott, and you got something at least onto the offense that make you happy. And then on top of that, look at the, the players like Demario Douglas or uh, Kayshawn Booty that mm -hmm. have stepped up, and even uh, a Kendrick Bourne. Like, these guys have stepped up in the preseason and training camp that – Hopkins, it was actually might work out for them. You might have someone that's working hard that wants that spot, and I think it might work out in the long term. We'll see. But I, well, you I said also, a few things, bro. Hopkins reached out to me and DM'd me and apologized. By the way, just he, put that on the record. I, I want. I was gonna. I got you because I, I was gonna say I was gonna pull out, put that out there, and talk just so people understand because I was bringing the boys out. The wolves were coming yeah. out, but I'm not mad at him for not coming here. First of all, we talked about it for, this is our third season, for years now. I've been saying, for any quarterback to succeed, you need at least three and a half, four seconds. Okay? Mac Jones didn't even get in that here. He must have seen the writing on the wall like, rings. you're still saying, you want that 25 plus? Meet these incentives. And he's, all he's asking is for weapons. Yes, he's got a few weapons, but the line was never fully right. Not like other people when you're comparing it so i can understand him not coming here but i'll say this i do like what the patriots did in the backfield let's talk about that i mean at the end of the day ramadre stevenson's your rb1 right you see what he has and running backs in the nfl have short term like you know ramadre stevenson has two years left on his contract you're probably gonna get the most out of him this season damian harris Injury prone, people are upset that he left. He already got hurt in Buffalo. Like yep. he was already hurt. So stop using lotion, brother. <laughs> so the Patriots had options. I know we talked about this off air about, you know, maybe you want more of a Dalvin Cook or you know, you got Lenny Fournette out there and Zeke Elliott was available. Um, at the end of the day, I'm happy with any of three of those. Right. I mean, again, Zeke yeah. Elliott is bringing veteran leadership into the locker room it seemed like right away getting him they had, went out to dinner mac yeah. jones and zeke elliott yep. and i think zeke knows that he isn't the number one guy it is stevenson it's somebody that he can help mold and grow in this league as well too so they're going to feed off each other this could possibly be the best rb duo in the entire nfl and i said this and put it out there I think that this could have a combination, these two, of 2,500 yards total. That's rushing that. and receiving, by the way. Mm -hmm. And I think they can have a total of 20 touchdowns. Now, people are saying you don't know what you're talking about. Well, Zeke Elliott had 12 touchdowns last year. Yep. I believe Stevenson had like seven, like five to seven touchdowns. And if you look at the yards, total last year was about 2,100. You're telling me that that can't happen? This could be a ground-and-pound team right here. And just seeing these two together, Mac Jones – and Zeke Elliott, I think it's going to feed off of each other. I think that, again, someone like Zeke, who's been around Dak Prescott for all these years, yeah. might be able to help out Mac Jones mature a lot more in year three as well, too. You know so. where Zeke is really going to help is on the blitz when the linebackers are just fanned by the non-existent offensive line? Yep. He's really going to 
put his nose in there. That's the one thing he still did well. Extremely like, well. like your offensive line, you got the Hunter Henry, you got Kaseki, you have Zeke out there as well, too. It's a lot of blocking. That Make that room for, for, for Madre Stevenson. I'm going to take Gaseki out. He ain't a blocker. He can't yeah, block that, a white paper bag. You might have to. So yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> this is true. This I mean, is that's true. why, you know, again, we talked about it off air about Nikhil Harry, right? He they kept him around for a long time. And one of his bright spots, the lone bright spot was mm-hmm. his blocking ability. Right. Kendrick Bourne can block, too. And he yes, had a nice block. And I believe the second preseason game. Yes, so, can. you know, it, that's what this team is going to be, especially the first couple weeks and establish the run. It's going to be both those two. And it's just going to be fun. Like it's going to be this team has characters. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, Cliff, if you want to say, who changed the culture of the New England Patriots? I'm gonna give you credit, man, because we no, talked about I'm it. But that's setting you up right here. I know. I appreciate you, my brother. But you know, Cam, they're not gonna understand what we're talking about. Cam came into the building. He gave. He he was a, he was supposed to be the leader again. The first three games, if you guys really watch it, he actually did okay. And then COVID hit, and then whatever happened happened. Brain fog, whatever. But so salt and pepper. So. You know, now you got Juju Smith-Schuster, you got Zeke Elliott, you got Mac Jones, you got Judon, who's also been and found his own way as well, too. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a lot of characters in that locker room, and the chemistry can be there. Chemistry is only going to succeed if the team itself succeeds on the field as well. So the first four games are going to be ultra important for this team. I think it's going to work out. I think it's going to be a fun season. Just saying the chemistry. Zeke Elliott scoring a touchdown, going like this, mm-hmm. and eating. And eat. like, I want to see that. I want to see Juju Smith-Schuster score a touchdown and do a little dance. Kendrick Bourne has also been so loose and has that personality that they were trying to push down last year. I want to see personality out of this team. So do I. People are going to say, well, Tom Brady this, Tom Brady militaristic. We want this team to be no fun, this and that. It's a change. You said the culture's change. The players are younger. It's different. Like we said, I'm not going to a Super Bowl this year. I yep. want them to. Would love Everyone to. wants them Why not? to. Yeah. But let's have some fun. Let's win some games. I think that's important. It builds the culture. And then maybe going into year four, Mac Jones, maybe you bring it back a little bit, right? There you go. Maybe you're like, all right, hey, we had our fun last year. Let's but if tighten we focus things up. A little, yeah, we tighten, tighten things up. up. So you guys got to think long term as well, too. And I think, too, it's probably going to be easier for us to digest this product that's not – that's kind of subpar, for lack of a better term. It's not the the, the Tom Brady um, days. It's not the glory days. He's not running down that tunnel anymore. He's not going to go there and get you that fist pump. This is Mac Jones. But the only thing I think, and I don't want to jump ahead, I don't think they really did him any favors. Because guess what? He's going to want another contract. Do we really know who Mac Jones is? And I know I'm going off script, but I want to talk about this. Do we? Do you know who he is yet? No, you don't know who he is yet, but you did give him something. You gave him Bill O'Brien. So okay. that's the most that you're going to get. Great and point. you have the best offensive coordinator that you can get out there at the time. There's no excuses for Mac Jones. I don't want to hear, well, if he had a number one wide receiver. You have enough wide receivers. Like Mike Giardi says it stink, stink, stunk, and they have all a bunch of wide receiver threes. He's completely wrong. <laughs> I mean, I think Kendrick Bourne, what you saw in 2021, Devontae Parker, if he can get back to what he was in Miami. Facts. I mean, you already have a Demario Douglas or a Booty that's been stepping up. Mm-hmm. You have enough weapons on this team to succeed with the right play calling around you. And last year they went 8-9 and nine with bad play calling. So there's no excuses for Mac Jones. Again, I will harp on this week and week and week and week. How much do they want Mac Jones out there? How much do they want him mm-hmm. slinging the rock? I said it's going to be a ground and pound game. After this year, he's eligible for an extension. I am telling you right now, they might try to limit Mac Jones and what he what they want him to do. And you know why they're going to limit him? Because they don't want the man to get hurt. Okay, let's talk about this. What was your thought about this, man? 
Yeah, I mean, well, this kind of goes back on the second preseason game with Isaiah Bolden and getting hurt on the field. They stopped the game, yet, you know, John Walford for the Bucks got hurt in the third quarter, and they didn't stop the game for him, and he had a serious neck injury. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it makes me wonder how the league coming up is going to handle injuries. Um, you know, you know the unfortunate situation with DeMar Hamlin, and that mm-hmm. was rightfully so to stop the game. The 100%. guy literally died on the field. Literally. Um, then you go a couple, you know, a month with playoff games, no no situations. Then it's preseason week two and you're already having some sort of situation. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to open up the, the door a little bit more and, and how we analyze injuries. This is going to be a topic like we're going to talk about yeah. at some point, probably early on in the season, yeah. that's going to alter the NFL right away. Um, but I, I agree, too. It's you got to protect Mac Jones as best as possible. They didn't do that on the offensive line for him this year. Um I, I'm not going to crap on them just yet because you haven't seen the starters out there. You and haven't seen the starters point. for the for the offensive line. We haven't seen Trent Brown, the actual I was going to ask you, there. can you talk some, you know, talk a little ish, talk get a little, him back out there, a little, little challenge crap. him? Yeah, I mean, I'm on He's his listening. side this year. I'm on his side this year. I, I do. I mean, it's a contract year for him. He's getting paid pretty handsomely. Yeah. And if he can protect Mac Jones, and I think that Trent has the right coach. I think Trent did not respect Matt Patricia last year, <laughs> and I think that that's why he kind of packed it in. And I think a lot of that team didn't I, respect Matt Patricia I think on you're offense. Right. 100%. And I think that Trent Brown, Bill O'Brien will look like this. He'll look up to Trent Brown, and he will yell in his face. Yeah. And, like, he will make sure he gets the most out of him. So. Do you think that, will, that that type of coaching will still translate to these younger really different generation you're dealing with yeah i don't want to call them soft because they're playing one of the toughest games one thousand percent so one thousand um, percent but it it's going to be interesting to see this year mac jones year three how he's going to become a leader in this locker room it needs to be his team and i know there was a lot of question marks last year between zappy and mac and them having their own guys but it, it's mac jones's team this year i think everyone knows that let's see that in the locker room Let's see that on the field, and um, um, hopefully we see it week one. This is true. Let, real quick, we didn't put this on our cards here, but let's talk about Zappy Fever. So that's gone, right? Yeah, it's completely gone. I mean, I'm glad that I took the side last year of Mac Jones. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> I had the Zappy Fever. I, I mean, yeah, and it, I think it's just more the frustration of, like, this team has been so good for so long. We want to see it, and Zappy went in at the right time. Yes, like, he did. He went yes, in against the, one of the – two of the worst teams of the league and it was all game scripting but when he was in that chicago game he sucked the second half so yeah. he didn't do that well and then this preseason right now they gave him the whole second half against uh, against the titans and he couldn't do anything he fumbled twice he went like five for 13 or whatever it might be um i think that's it for zappy i'm like on my phone right now because today's cut day is yep. zappy going to get cut are they gonna put Malik do you, do you think he's gonna get QB cut too? i mean what does zappy provide you like what is like what is he going to provide you if Mac Jones gets hurt? Yeah, and it's going to be the same BS that you've already been seeing out there. You're not going to be happy with it. Yeah, I'd I rather see Malik Cunningham. Well, out that there was my thing. Around. I think the better question is if you have to pick Malik or Zappy, who are you picking? I pick Malik because one thousand percent. Not only that, you're so deep on receivers right now. You can only right. have so many on your team. Right. You can use him and plug and play it any, any sort of way. And the thing is this: if Zappy gets cut, let's say he gets cut today. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Trace McShorley got cut. He's going to probably be practice squad. If Zappy gets cut, is anybody actually going to claim him? Our team's going to claim him? I think he's, they, he's sitting on the practice squad, So he baby. might go to the practice squad. I mean, there's enough quarterbacks out there that you can find somebody in an emergency situation and get them on your practice squad. Hey, this guy right here, Julian Edelman, should be the QB, too, right now. He should be on the <laughs> team. He could go out there and be the quarterback, too. So, I mean, I, I wouldn't put too much stock in Zappy, like, 
oh, let's hold on to him. He's going to be something in the future. It's Mac Jones's team. I'm not mad at that. All right, let's just go to a quick little commercial. Yes, we have little commercials. It's not. We're, we're going to make some room for these guys. You know how we do. We're just going to figure it out. Let's tuck, come on in. I put some deodorant on. You guys don't have to worry about the stank. It's gone. I promise you. Welcome, or should we say thank you for having us? Right. All right. All right. Oh man, I appreciate you guys coming through. Make sure I put my headset. Make sure everything's clear. You guys are Patriots fan, first of all. Right? Of course. Oh, all right, I gotta make sure. Yeah. That would have been crazy. <laughs> that would have been to, a crazy. To be start. honest, even if we weren't, I don't think we'd say it here. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. Keep it to Especially ourselves. with that guy right there. I'm telling you. He, I'll say this though. He has less of a bite. And I don't know if it's his girls wearing him down or... It might be. I've become very soft lately. Let's not use the word soft. No, no. You're in tune with soft. your emotions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's my emotion. That's why I'm but on I, the other side. I'm also someone that's not afraid to wear another uh, team's jersey, like, just as Facts. recently. So, you know, you, I mean, I get my lumps taken. Can you guys, can you update them about this while I'm getting my... Uh, All right, my well, seat. I mean, like, so, you know, a couple of years ago, I had a choice, Cam Newton or Jared Stidham. And I was told at the time, you pick Jared Stidham. He's going to be the long-term guy for you. So I rode Jared Stidham. Now, doesn't mean I wasn't supporting Cam Newton. Stidham got hurt. Stidham ends up getting traded to Vegas with his number and his name on it. And that jersey was fire. I think it's separate from your fandom. Thank you. I think your relation, your personal <laughs> friendships and stuff, I think you keep that separate. Did you see the pause, though? You're just saying pause. that because you're pressured right yeah. now. <laughs> you're like, I don't want to say the wrong thing. No, I, I post about it and I get people hating me. Like, you're a Patriots fan. I, t I tell everybody, I give everyone a heads up. I'm like, hey, and give me 24 hours. I'm going to be like a temporary, not a Broncos fan. I'm a Jared Stidham fan, so don't get that twisted. All right, so can you ex give the people, give it a little bit of background on where we're at? We got a can, a couple beers, cans in front of us. We got a, looks like a kitchen behind us. What's going on back here? Uh, the kitchen is our domain. Um, so we do all the food. The beers in front of you are not our domain, but we do use them a ton. Um, and yeah, this is our home away from home, I guess. Especially in this business. It's where you kind of. So are you both chefs? Yes. Yeah. All right, so who, who's the better cook? Ooh, I'm going to real. So I'm going to say him. I'm, I'm super modest about that I stuff, like, I don't know. I don't, you know, the food thing's kind of dope. We could definitely do it together. He kind of talked me into it. Went to culinary school after that, but it definitely started as like a kid. Like, it was like balancing, like, do I want to be a chef? Do I want to go into sports writing, sports journalism, and then kind of, you know, pick a side. And then on my end of things, it was kind of just, I did my four years of college. I got my degree in hospitality, and I thought about doing, you know, sports agent, law school, that sort of thing. I shifted midway through. And I'd been working in restaurants my whole life, so by the time I graduated, got the diploma, what do you want to do? Well, this is something I enjoy and I'm good at, so kind of just follow that route. Do you I'm guys have any, like, future goals and, like, something you want to accomplish? Like, what is something that you're, like, working towards? I think this is probably the first thing. I think we've always wanted to put, like, a restaurant in the hometown. We're born and raised Brocktonians. Yeah. So this means a ton, and I think eventually down the road, our own place would be great. Um, but to do it in your hometown I think means a little bit more so like that's a big driving like for the people for the people at home we're in Brockton right now Brockton Beer Company and someone like me I grew up in Lawrence so Lawrence reminds me a lot of Brockton they're yep. pretty similar in yep. certain certain areas I'm sure you guys can read in between the lines of that to have uh, uh, the, the Brockton Beer Company this is my first time here I only live 15 minutes away I'm a South Shore kid now um, it's amazing like what 
the downtown can be with this right here is kind of like the starting point of the downtown. It's definitely just getting started. They're yeah. doing a whole lot of stuff. I mean, get, even getting here today was like three or four detours down streets for new <laughs> so buildings. I was doing, I was like, doing all the construction. I'm not used yeah. to the city living again. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. like, just going around, like you said, all the construction, driving. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, probably that. It's, it's getting like this kind of crazy hype. People that come in like, oh, I've heard that someone said, oh, try this burger. And it's like, we do so much more than burgers here. But like, it's like the go-to of like everyone's like this burger, this burger, this burger. And it's getting this crazy kind of cult following to it that, uh, does that make yeah. you put like a little extra love into it? Like, I mean, there's always maximum love into it at yeah, all times, um, but there's a homemade bacon jam on it, so yeah. definitely people like throw a little extra on there and you know, make that count a little bit. So <laughs> That's always. Are the we one. gonna see that burger in like a burger competition? Because I know they do something like in the local area, like they have like burger Maybe. competitions. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm not much of a competitor type. I mean, I'm, I'm always like, whatever you do, wherever you are, yeah, uh, that's yeah. good. Like I, like, I don't need the comparison. <laughs> um, but if that's something down the line, then I guess, you know, it is what it is. But um, I've had people, you don't yeah. want to invite it. Either. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's a slippery slope. Yeah, yeah. So but that bacon jam, that bacon jam, we actually, like, had someone steal it the first time we made it. Oh, really? So we went to an event, and, you know, a lady took what was left of the jar, and we were looking for it. And we're like, where's the rest of the bacon jam? She brought it home with her, delivered us the empty jar, and she was like, this was outstanding. And I'm like, you're the first person that's ever stolen anything, so that <laughs> recipe stays. Yeah, yeah. Right? So a lot of that stuff is how we drive most of the menu. It's things that get good feedback, it's creative stuff, and it's things that, you know. I, what did I have, like 12 wins maybe? I, I can definitely scale it back this year um, and be realistic. I do want to say, because what we're going to do is we're going to run this through, wins and losses. And Cliff, are we going to pick it as a unit and say this is what the win is going to be and this is what the loss is going to be. You get your pick, I get mine, and it's going to stay. I think, and, oh, so you're going to okay. All right. Uh, I mean, I'm just. Well, last year we argued about certain games, like in giving the wins we and did. losses. We, we, we had the comp. It, it was fun. It was fun. But I will say, I, like I've said about the schedule since I've seen it and it comes out in May, I break up the schedule in pieces. So I break it up based on the first two games, the second two games, the third two games, then going into the bye week then I break it up into like the last four games and after the bye week. So it's all broken. It's really hard to pick wins and losses in the exact areas. I think it's a little bit easier to pick in stretches of four games. Like this is what they need to be in this stretch. This is what they need to win in these stretches of games as well too. Um, and me doing this a couple times in this, in this off season, I think I found the formula of what I think will actually happen this year. I like to hear that. And I'm gonna be optimistic in the Patriots at least going over 500 <laughs> Super Bowl was definitely stolen from us. <gasps> so it's like mm -hmm. part of me says, you know, home crowd behind them. And maybe that pressure is purposeful on Mac Jones to play well. Like, hey, you know, let light the fire under you. Okay. He's here. This is a team that we, we kind of struggled against that Super Bowl. Not really struggled against, but the guy got robbed from us. Okay. My mind says Philly's like, like Pats take the loss there. But I think it's a good game. I think it's a close one. I think we had like a home team, home team side of us. But I think it's a loss in the end. Okay. There's no moral victories. Okay. No, there's, no, there's not. There's no, not. We don't like, have those. But it's it's uh it's it's close. So for you guys, just so you can see, you can see my logo there with a nice little L there. It will stay there. Okay. What's Team Babs saying over there? What's going on? You can um, take it away and see if I agree with you. All right. I'm, I'm <laughs> I get final set. I'm kind of <laughs> I like that. That, that works for me. Um, I definitely think that Philly's going to take it. I, like you said, I think it's going to be a close game, but I think that team is just a giant powerhouse, and we've got a good defense. Their offense is stellar. I just think we're going to have problems with Hurts because we tend to. Uh-oh. So to go on, like, what you were saying about the Super Bowl being robbed, if a loss okay. to Philly, you got to give a win to the Miami game. Okay, I actually that's will, fair. As, as, if I'm picking wins and losses, 
I would give the win against Philly, but a loss against Miami. Really? That's the way I oh, have really? it right now. So I'm the Emirates. Okay. So I would go dub for Philly. I go loss for Miami. And the reason why I put a loss for Miami is that, no, again, like if you lose to Philly, Miami's got to start the season back-to-back -back road games. They're going to L.A., they have to come back home, then they got to go up to Foxborough. So that's okay. a lot of traveling already, so you might catch them slipping. So that's why I say it's one-on-one one right there. What are we thinking for Miami, bro? I think that's a win. Really? I mean, it's a division game at home. I mean, we're always good for one for like a couple of those throughout the year. I think, you know, looking at the division now, it's strong. But I just think Miami on the road here, you know, yeah, I know Tom's not there anymore and that, that great record's not there. I still think it's a win at home because I don't, I don't see us winning the inverse of Miami. I definitely don't see them sweeping us. Who's, so I think who's Miami's win. backup quarterback? I think it, I don't know if it's Jacoby Brissett now. It might be Brissett. Brissett sounds no? right. Yeah. Okay, my son was supposed to be here to give me some intel, but he's not working. Who's the backup? Who's the backup for Miami? Is Jacoby? Happy All right, so I'm going to throw this there. to Babs. Are we going to the Jets game? I'll be there. Okay, so I'm coming, coming with you. I'm okay. coming with you. Well, yeah. What's happening? We'll be down there. Outside of that, are we winning the game? Uh, so again, like I look at this as another two games in a row. The first four games, if you put it all together, you can see on the screen, it's going to be two and two. So they're going to have two losses at some point, two wins in this. I'll put a loss against the New York Jets. I don't want to say that. I think the only reason is I think it could be like a 17 to 16 type of game. It's going to be very close. I can see the Jets just narrowly beating the Patriots. Rodgers getting the victory. The NFL needs that as well, too. Um, and I think that really kickstarts what the Jets season is going to be. Um, I do. I don't believe in the moral victories. I don't believe them going down there and barely, you know, losing the Jets is a big thing. They'll bounce back against Dallas Week Four. That's a win in Dallas, no matter which way you look at it. So I have them two and two to start the season. Again, they could beat the Jets, then lose to Dallas next week. I just have it two and two. And I think the most important thing is you need to be two and two after the first four games. If you're one and three, not hitting the panic button. You still have, they've been one and three and they went to the playoffs before. All right. And then I think everyone should agree they should beat Dallas week four. I, I do. I'm not, yes, I, do I mean, they're not. I hope, I do I hope they that. do. I, and I think this whole Trey Lance, like, coming into the Dallas Cowboys crazy, I think that puts some pressure on Dak Prescott. And I think that makes him upset and he can get cut after the season. I think they only owe him $60 million. That's right. Thing. So, I mean, that, that team by week four, they could start crumbling a little bit down. So I, I think that's a win. I think both sides should look at it as a win. Real quick, what do you do? You guys think that the Patriots should have just took a flyer on him? It's a full no. Round pick. No. No. I don't think so. The distraction. They really? Didn't need it. Nope. I like that you said distraction because then that tells me that again these players might be a little bit sensitive. Yeah. There's always been backup quarterbacks. It's not the players. Backup though. tight ends. It's the media. It's really? The, it's the media. It's the beat reporters. It's it's the look at last year. Have to deal with that type of that, that type of headache. Isn't it crazy we all chose a loss for the Jets? That, and that's us being realistic in a way, too. It's crazy. Ooh. The team that you've beaten time and time again and have a streak against, we're all saying it, they're going to lose week three. And I it's, hope it doesn't happen. Is that the Rodgers effect? I, I think it is. I think it's just the team is that good, and they should have beat the Patriots twice last year. The Patriots got lucky both games. All right, so New Orleans, what's our thoughts? I'm going to go with that's a win. Yeah, I agree um, there. I mean, I'm a big Derek Carr guy. I like him. I think he's solid. That's too new of a system. It is, you know, two weeks after they get Kamara back, but I think defensively they're a little lacking. I, if that's a game the Pats probably will and should win at home, you know, I, I think I think it's, you know, not, not not much there from New Orleans this year. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that too. Yeah, I like Derek Carr a lot this year. I think it's going to be a big bounce back. I think they win the division, New Orleans Saints. New Orleans Saints have a very, very easy schedule. Um, this could be a game you don't want to overlook as a Patriot fan or the Patriots players. 
Um, I think winning in Dallas is the most important part because uh, getting a win in Dallas, you're coming back home. Um, I think this should be a win. Um, I don't know, Derek Carr is going to have a great season, though, and I think he could be a dark horse MVP. So I, I would not be shocked if the Saints came in and beat the Patriots. Yeah. I will got to be a win. A revenge from last year. You want to talk about revenges of like the Eagles Super Bowl? That's the revenge of last year. I think everybody on that team should be focused to beat uh, Las Vegas. I even think by week six, it might be Brian Hoyer as their starting quarterback, or Aiden O'Connell, which is he looked pretty good. He's young, raw. Um, I think McDaniel's has something in him down yep. the line. Just not enough. But this this should be like the gimme game, like. Josh, give us the game back. Like, we gave you a game last year. Give us this game, you know? Yeah, I hate to use the term literally throwing the game away, but, yeah. like, literally <laughs> threw the game away. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Jimmy there. I, DeMonte Adams might be gone by week five, too, if he's, like, sick of it. Yeah. He might just be like, I'm out. The Jets have that cap space, so whatever could be there. But um, I think that's when the Pats win, even though it's Should on the road. Should we start the Devontae rumors and saying that he might want to come here? No. No. Come here. I don't. But I, uh, you make up a great point about Devontae Adams and possibly going to the Jets. Rodgers talked about that and said leaving yeah. money open in the season was his wink-wink to say, hey, we're going to make a move at 30, some point. 35, wow. 35 yeah, million they're off gonna those books. They're going to make a move at really? some yeah. point. Whatever yeah, yeah. their record is, they're going to they're gonna grab somebody. So they're going to see whatever teams are out there that are obviously... Okay. Um, I don't think McDaniel should come back. I don't think we want him back. I don't think anyone does. Um, and... By and large, I think Jimmy's a good system quarterback, but I think if you need a guy that's going to take control of a game, I'm not sure that he's that. You know, he had so many weapons around him in San Francisco between Kittle and Debo, and the ball wasn't in his hands a ton. Then the problem with that team, too, with the Raiders, and just now following them, I had to follow them religiously last year, and then this offseason, they haven't replaced anybody on defense. They haven't done that's anything the to the defensive the side of the ball. They've gotten just replaced offense. It's Patriots West out there. That's yeah. what they're doing, mm -hmm. so... I mean, if you're the Patriots, you should know the tendencies of all their players on offense and be ready for yeah. it. So, um, again, it'll be, it's a win. They have to win that game. I'm going to put this as a dub because I know you just hate Buffalo. Is that all right, Babs, or what do you think? No, it's going to be a loss. Oh. I actually have that as a loss. See, I'm trying to be realistic. I like I, that. I want to be realistic <laughs> to you. Down, no, down I don't want to be a complete Patriots homer. I could, if you want me to find 13 wins, I can find 13 <laughs> I know wins. you can. <laughs> but I will put this as a loss. I do think Buffalo does take a step back. I don't know when it's going to happen this Probably season. later in the season again. It could happen later in the season where they crumble. But, I mean, Buffalo does own the New England Patriots. Yeah. I it's a whole different story. Let's, I, let's I, put a dub. Let's put a dub. I'm not that confident, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, like, like you, know, you know, we revisit this come October 23rd. All right. That, that, that's a win that's four straight. I'm, I'm the hypest person I mean, possible. That's an absolute great point. To win four straight, to beat Buffalo, the, the, the team that's been running your division. I mean, that is your make or break game for, for the New England Patriots and what you're going to be for the rest of the season. Um, I just I just can't see it. Like, yeah, no. Just, in, in my mind, I can't do it. Like, maybe we'll change after seeing the first, you know, six weeks of this team. Like, wow, they have a legit shot. It, it, it reminds me kind of like the inverse, but a couple years ago, it was the year of the Seattle Super Bowl. We're, we're got hammered by the Chiefs week four. We're two and two. Yeah. Mm. We go into that 4-0 Cincinnati team, and you just kind of like in your heart knew that Bill was, and Bill and Tom were just going to pull something out, and like, I came to win no matter what. They ended up killing them. Mm. This is one of those games where I'm like, if we're going for something, if we're, if we're a good team this year, that's the game Belichick finds a way to win, and then you're just like, ah, oh, he's done it again. You know, it's one of those, like, there he goes again games. But I think it's a loss, you know, deep down. Okay. Do you believe in the Madden curse at all for Josh Allen? Um, no, not really. Um, he's going to be good in that system. I don't know how you can't be good. Yeah. Josh Allen is a linebacker that knows how to throw the ball. <laughs> good, good on him, bro. Good yeah. on him, bro. But they got Dalton Kincaid now, who's going to be a, a beast of a tight end this year. 
they got too many weapons for him to be bad. Yeah. I just think that, you know, if you can get them, you can get them, but they're going to be good regardless. All right, so the next game, I'm afraid of this game because it, it's just always a problem every time we go to Miami. Are they going to clubs? Are they going to South Beach? It's not what it used to be. But what's going on, man? What are your thoughts? What do you think? I, I don't like us playing in Miami. <laughs> I never have. I hate no, it. No one I hate it. Does. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, it's just, it's brutal. It always is. It's hot as hell. Like, yeah. it's its an uphill battle every year when we go to Miami. And I think if they find a groove come the 29th of October, then we're going to be... ...and try to go to road games. Go to this one right now. I've already looked at it. You can fly out there for 100 bucks right now, same day. Get in there about, like, 9 in the morning. You can leave at 9 at night and go to the game. And the game's wow. pretty cheap right now. So, okay. I mean... Uh, but you're it's probably also going to see a loss, <laughs> like as yeah. well too. But it's Miami, you know. Yeah, but you have to go like, spend it in Miami. Yeah, so it's not bad. So I looked into that. I was talking about going, but okay. Yeah. What are we thinking? Same loss. I, I can't remember the last time we won in Miami. It's like, it's 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 like a cursed ground for the Patriots to go on. And, and the thing about the Patriots right now, it's it's not a bad thing to say losses because it makes every game be, be more meaningful. Like, yeah. when you have Tom Brady here, it's like, I'll worry about the playoffs. Like, I literally don't care. <laughs> right, about right. game against Miami. You're like, so invested in the regular season now. Not, yeah, now yeah like, that's, it, it makes it better week to week. Yeah. Very spoiled. Yeah, yeah. Very spoiled. I think it's better now that you have to pay attention week to week. I want to ask you guys a quick question before we go on to the next game, which is Washington, which I think is a dub. Um, even though I have one of their receivers in my fantasy. How do we think, what do we feel about their coach? I think Miami's coach is not bad. He's, he's quirky. I love him. I think yeah, he's good. I, th I think he's and great. It sucks to say he's a Pats fan. I love like I just love like what he brings to that team, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, he seems to connect with his guys really well. Yep. No, I, I think he like every guy up there has that football intelligence, that football smarts. Yep. I think with him, he just he just gets those guys and those guys rally around him. Mm -hmm. um, I think the Tua project's a tough one. Yeah. I think he's a. And that's crazy to say. And I thought seeing him last year, I'm like, there's no way this dweeb <laughs> is going to actually <laughs> be something in the NFL, and things have changed. Yeah. And he's shown well, it, just like Sean McVay. It's like, the new have NFL, NFL. Yeah. Yeah. What, what did NFL. you tell me earlier about Miami? Potentially JT? Is that? Yeah, then clearing the cash race now, and that's one of the teams that's called India about Jonathan Taylor. It's, if that happens, they give happen. him a first-round pick for him. I mean, the Colts won a first round. Hey, you have to. I think, Miami, Miami, I think right? Miami would do that. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think they would, too, yeah. which, which is a lot of trouble. But yeah, let me ask trouble. you a question, though, right? We saw a lot of, we were talking about quarterback injuries or player injuries earlier. What's our feeling about Tua? Let's say he doesn't make it this year, right? And I don't mean not alive. I mean, doesn't play through the rest of the season. Right. And they're like, hey, next year, who do you think is a good quarterback to fit that system? Because they actually have a really good team. It's it's tough. I mean, my, my heart, if I'm thinking like a f football mind. Yep. I'd say you can't really draft somebody because your team is in too much of a win-now scenario. Not even draft. Yeah. Let's let's bring in a free. Or even hmm. trade. That's when you, if Tua can't last for the season, that's when you probably look at, like, a Dak Prescott, somebody, depending on what the situation with Trey Lance is. Could they go after yeah, Kyler Murray? Call. Because I'm pretty sure Arizona's going to get the first overall pick. They're yeah. They're so trash oh, this yeah. season. So do you try to get Kyler Murray and take him on? Like, does that, is that deal with that mm -hmm. a decade ago? Um, the fact, again, again, like an NFL comeback player of the year, I think it could be Tua, and for him to bounce back and have the situation they have, it's like the NFL just kind of sweeping it under the rug, saying like, yeah, I mean, you can still come back and play and be fine. So even though Stripped. he really is one shot away from yeah. Yeah. ending his career. Yeah. I went ahead and just put a W in Washington. Yeah, it's a W yeah. for Washington yeah. as well, yeah. too. Um, 
I don't don't sleep on Washington right away. I think having the new ownership is going to bring the fan base together and that team together. They actually play Arizona week one. I know you guys were talking about fantasy a little bit earlier. Washington Commanders for your defense week one. If you go no defense, is the way to go. Just start anybody against Arizona. They're going to be so. Oh, bad. I'm streaming the week one with Josh Dobbs as quarterback. Yeah, that's, exactly. that's how I'm feeling. Um, but that's a that's a team that you can take advantage of. We have back to back losses with Buffalo and Miami. That's a great bounce back game for the New England Patriots. Yeah. And right here, right now, mm -hmm. I going before that game. Yep. I have the Pats four and four. I have them at 500 going into to week uh, week nine against mm -hmm. Washington. This is the time of the year that you got to make that run, similar yep. to 2021. Yep. I think that they can make the run based on the teams that they're playing. Washington, they're in Germany on week 10 against Indianapolis Colts. That should be a W, too. It's probably the Anthony yep. Richardson starting that game. That's a home game for the Patriots as well. It's going to be a big home crowd in Germany for them. That's a win going into the bye week. Now you set yourself right. Now you're, I mean, yep. now you're six and four going into the bye week, and you got two straight wins. You finally can rest up there. So, I mean, it, yeah. you see the same way for Colts? Yeah, I mean, I, I will say, I think Belichick's favorite meal is a rookie quarterback. Yeah, yeah, um, 100%. Sam Howell wasn't really counting his drafted last year, but I kind of like what he brings to Washington. I think they're a good team. That defense is going to be tough. That'll be a win. Indy, especially if there's no Jonathan Taylor there, it could be a Cream Hunt fill-in. That's still like, I think Richardson's going to be awesome. I think the Pats are just going to swallow them whole. Let me yeah, go backwards so if I could. Eric Bieniemy, he's in Washington. Thoughts on that? Do you think he picked the wrong job to go to? Um, I think he picked the right job. Really? I think what they're looking for, the teams in the NFL, like this whole talk about him not getting a head coaching gig, right? right? Is it something with Rooney Rule stuff? Is it, you know, a Pat Mahomes crutch? Mm -hmm. Washington's a place that has quarterback issues forever. Correct. If Sam Howell comes out, they can be a four-win team, too. If he looks good like a starting quarterback. Oh, man. Yeah, it's a superstar. You're like, yeah. you're like okay, it's, he's obviously what's changed is this guy being there in Eric Bien and point. they have weapons on offense. I'm not sure if it's McLaurin on your fantasy team or Jahan Dotson, but Dotson. both both talented guys, yep. two good guys in the backfield and a defense that's always good. Yep. And Riverboat Ron rolls the dice. I think if you have, I think Bien means those confidence in quarterbacks. Yep. If Howell's riding a confidence high, just plays well this season, looks good. Mm -hmm. That's any team's head coaching gig, uh, gig right there is just yeah. Bien Yeah. yeah. So we were talking that. about quarterbacks earlier. Daniel Jones, he got himself a bag, one decent year. Are we, gonna have, are we going to have problems with, with the Giants, though? No. No. Saquon? No. no. Okay. Okay. Patriots are going to have a good, like, one-stopping defense. I, I believe in it. Keon White is going to be an absolute stud for the Patriots. Menace. Menace. Yeah. Um, I mean, again, it's going to be another home game for the Patriots in a way, too. Something don't sleep on this is that I believe the Giants have a bye week the week after. So they're already going to be exhausted. You're going to be uh, feeling pretty good. Okay. You're going to have that bye week in between. Okay. Um, I, I think that's – and it's a must win. It's a must win. you got to start after the bye week with the win. 2021, yep. when they had the Colts after Colts. the bye week, you crumbled. Like, yep. and it wasn't the right way to start it off. This is the run that you guys got to make right now. And I'm going to put a W on the next game. They're falling apart over there. Uh, my thing is, I never pick a West Coast team playing an East Coast team at one o'clock on the East Coast. They never the work yeah, yeah, the yeah. Travels big one too. Also, I think Chargers have talent. I think Brendan Staley might be an issue there. Yeah. I think people talk yep. about that. It's like a, it's like a lingering thing now. Um, but I think Herbert's got it. I think they have enough investment in the team, both sides of the ball. If it doesn't work out, that playoff loss to the Jags is like an all-time embarrassment fumble. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's one of those things where they're going to start tapering off this year and be a sub-500 team. And the coach is going to get the axe there. And so I think a, it's one of those this games. It's a weird area now when you talk about wins and losses because now we're 12 weeks, 13 weeks into the season. Everything changes. The Patriots team's going to look different. The Chargers team, the Pittsburgh team, Kansas, everything's going to start looking different. So it's really hard to kind of pick and choose where this team is going to be. Right. But when you're looking at it whole and if you want to go to the playoffs, you have to beat the Giants. You have to beat the Chargers. 
and you have to beat Pittsburgh, and it's a short week, but you can beat Pittsburgh on the road. They've had some trouble last year, yep. week two, and I do like Kenny Pickett a lot. I Kenny do. Pickett, mm -hmm. George Pickens, George, like, like that, that team, yeah. Mike Tomlin. Yeah. So it's, it's not a game to sleep on as well, but I think that you win against Pittsburgh as well, too. I agree. So where do we, where do we go? Dab, T's, Babs, Dub or L? I, I, think, I think we're going Dub. Okay, let's do it. All right. And I, I have a when you said Dub as well. For Pittsburgh? No. Oh, the Chargers, yeah, that's a win, that's a win, that's a win. I kind of jumped ahead there. You're good. Just again, <laughs> I get that cluster these. So yep. cluster is Washington, Indianapolis, Giants, Chargers, Pittsburgh. Those are five straight wins. You're going five straight wins. We've all picked it the same way. And then you go into the Monday night football game against Kansas City. Right. You I'm going to go. a little time off in between yeah. two, so for that. I'll, I think loss at Pittsburgh. Really? You're going to put loss. So I you want to take that? I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah. I, it's so. I, I think they're, I think they're an elite offense over there now, and they're actually just like I think the coach. They're always pay, playing for Mike. They're always playing for him, right? I, I don't believe he's ever had a sub uh, sub season, right? He never will. I don't think. And yeah, he's yeah. phenomenal. I'm sorry, phenomenal. but that receiver's phenomenal. Quarterback looks like he has an arm and he can gun and he's mobile. What with, are you talking about? With, with them, their pass rush yeah. is going to be a problem. If our offensive line is our weakness, their pass rush is going to be an issue. Yeah, for them, for them, it's a secondary issue in Pittsburgh. Um, but I think on the offensive side of the ball, like, you know, Najee Harris, if it's Jalen Warren as well, um, Fire moves the big target tight end. They drafted Donnell Washington out of, I think it's Georgia, that he's a freak of a tight end. Really? He's like a 6'7 dude. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, freak, uh, freak. What's his name? Darnell Washington, I think his yeah. name is. Um, but like, with, with Pittsburgh, it's a short week. It's in Pittsburgh. Um, personally, I think Mike Tomlin's the second best coach in NFL history. Um, that's like my hot take about him. Okay. I think he's awesome. I think it's one of those games that you know it's going to be close. I think we lose it because of a short week, but it's it's a toss up. I think. Okay. KC, any optimism here? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I put it as a, I would put it as a loss as well. But again, clustering the last four games here. Um, I mean, we can go down a little bit down the line here, but. It's two and two to finish the season. That's the way I look at it. Where are those two wins coming from? Mm. Where are those two losses coming from? You can pick and choose. Could they beat Kansas City on Monday night actually having like a little time off? Yeah, they could. They could sneak out a victory. They've been close to doing it before. They almost did it with Brian Hoyer and Jared Stidham like in mm -hmm. the COVID year. Like they, you know, if Cam Newton started, they probably would have won that game against Kansas City. I think it will be a close game. It's at home. Um, Corey Dillon's coming out for that game as well, too. Is so he? he'll be up. Yeah, he'll okay. be up here for that game. Um, and again, if you're, you know, whether that you take a loss in Pittsburgh or we have the five straight victories, you're still rolling right now against Kansas City. Is Pat Mahomes going to survive the entire season? Right. Like, unfortunately, I think he's due for an injury at some point. Like, that team is due to step back at some point, right? I mean, they said that about the Patriots for 20 years. This is true. So, um, I'll take a loss there. And um, if we're going to move forward here at Denver, yeah. I'd probably put a loss at Denver as well. And it doesn't matter who's starting quarterback. And I'm not saying that because of Jared Stidham. Even if it's Russell Wilson, the fact of the matter is it's Christmas Eve night, mm -hmm. and it's this is the time of the year where it's really tough to get your mind set. Get focused, yeah. This yeah, team, the Patriots, true. have crumbled the last two straight years yep, in December, team too. and I just look at Christmas Eve night, Denver. You're at home. You can go right to bed afterwards. Go right back to your family. Your family can come out. You know, just just in the sense of being at Denver right now. I just yep. went there on Saturday talking to Kennedy. Mm -hmm. Hey, so like it kind of stinks that the Patriots are playing Christmas Eve. He's like, yeah, all the girls are upset. Like they can't come out for the Patriots. Like it's Christmas Eve night. We all, yeah. they all have kids and stuff. So I don't think that the Patriots mindset's going to be in this game. I think it's a tough place to play in. Cold. Yeah. High altitude. 
I, I think that's gonna, and I, I could say it with Russell Wilson starting, even if he starts, like, I, I think it's gonna be an L. Thoughts? That's a win. I, I yeah, also think that's it's a win, on, but I'll it's, defer to you. It's more of a, I think Denver's got issues more than I think we're capable of going in there and winning. Mm -hmm. If it is a Russell Wilson game, I think we, we make life hell for him. I think it's one of those, like, sub-20 point wins that you hate doing, you hate having it, but it's a win anyways. Like, it looks ugly. Well, and, and Denver had a ton of those last year that they lost. They lost a bunch of games where they yeah, were sub-20. Both teams were sub-20 points. Their defense was great, yeah. but they had locker room issues with Russell Wilson. Yeah. yeah. There, was a, there was a lot of what felt like animosity there, and they just couldn't put it together on the offensive side well, of the ball last here's year. Here's a little dessert. 20 seconds, 25 seconds. Thoughts on Mr. Stidham? I like Jared Stidham. Yeah, I do. Okay, I think he's a he, I think he's a good Same. system guy. Same. I think he's more of a system guy. I think he's just never received the opportunity to right. actually play. Yeah. Yeah. Thoughts. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I liked him since college. Yeah. I thought okay. it was I thought it was always talented. I thought the Pats were gonna ride with him. Um, I think it's just one of those things where, like you said, the opportunity is not there. Yeah. If he's the starting quarterback in Denver at that time, I still think it's a win. Although I think it's a good game. That that game for me is the Zeke Elliott game. That's the game where if if Ramondre's not getting it done on the ground, that's the, you go to your second guy and he okay. straps it out for you. Nice. Something like that. Kind of taking my point right there because <laughs> again, I cluster these games two and two, so I have them winning the last two games of the season. And the Zeke okay. Elliott game would be at Buffalo. I'd have it on New Year's uh, Eve day or whatever it is, Free. Um, and I would have that going into Buffalo and winning in Buffalo. I think at that time of the season, uh, your backs are against the wall. You're playing Buffalo and New York, and if you want to win to get in, you have to win these two final games. Um, and I think that the Patriots can do that. Yeah. Um, having after you know a little Christmas break together. Hey, we've been, we've won in Buffalo before running the ball. You know, Stevenson can say that. Right, like, right. We can do this again, and I think maybe they revert back to that. What do you think, Brad? Last two games, where are we going? If New Year's Eve and Buffalo's a win, we're just not going to 2024. We should just stick in 2023 going forward. I don't think it's a win in Buffalo. It's a game we could win. It's probably gonna be a close one. I imagine it's gonna be cold as all heck. Yep. I imagine it's gonna be snow on the ground, and I just think you know them being at home pushes them through. So I, I think we go lost and win versus the Jets really? at home. Yeah. Wow. I think so. I was actually saying reverse. And this really? is for Benny the Butcher, okay? He's out there. He's a he's a, a, a Buffalo fan, okay? He's a wrestling fan, and I'm trying to get him to get us some tickets so we can go out there and put it in their face because I think we can win this one, believe it or not. Because for whatever reason, I don't know if you guys noticed, towards the end of the year, it gets a little cold. The offense changes a little bit. And we know about our Mr. Harris. Yep. Him in the lotion. Yeah. Mr. Fumble. That's why he's probably not here. Yep. Thoughts? I've said for two years about this, and I'll stick with it. Mac Jones is not a cold weather quarterback. Um, I, he true. struggles in December. We saw it in 2021. We saw it even last year too. He struggles out there. So that will be another test for him, where he's got to wear that scuba suit probably and see how he can get through it. Um, just like Peyton Manning was never a cold weather quarterback. That's why mm -hmm. he needed to play in a dome, and that's why they need to be the one or two seats so they have home field advantage the whole way through. So another test for these two games, and three games, four games, because it's all going to be cold in December yep, for right. Mac Jones, and we'll see where he is. But I'll give them the benefit of the doubt that they can just run it down down their faces. And, uh, and, for, and for the Jets, for me, I'm going to just say it's a loss. I think Aaron Rodgers, last game, has to prove something, going to come in, do what he does. The Magic's going to come out. They'll be gelling by that time. I think they'll have a nice little bit of chemistry. Um, he's starting to see, like, hey, I got to prove my worth here. 
what happened in Green Bay is what happened in Green Bay. But get me here in the playoffs. And if and if Brees Hall is a hundred percent throughout the whole season, oh him God. him and Dalvin is a is trouble. Um, Big I'll, time. I'll give a counterpoint here. I don't think Aaron Rodgers plays that football game. Really? Yeah, no, I don't think so. Oh, they locked up the bye week. No, 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 not a bye week. I think they're going to be stuck in the five seed. They won't be movable from that seed. That's a Zach Wilson game. Okay. I can see that. In yeah, sense I can of, see that too. Let's not put. He needs a bye week. Rick Rogers needs his bye week. We're stuck in a certain area yeah. too. So, are you going to let the Patriots win? Like, you know, if they win and get in, like if the Pats win, do you let them get in? Like, do you let them do that? Right. I think with Rogers, it's a case of like you said, give them the rest week, and also like if they go on the road anyways. If you're if you're a five seed, you're probably playing Jacksonville. Yeah. yeah. If you're a three seed, you're probably playing Cincinnati or someone like Buffalo or something like that. Maybe Rodgers plays the first half. Like he had no yeah. problem playing preseason week three. Like, yeah. Right. But, it's one of those games where they can just start Zach Wilson I, and throw it. in. I hope that this game comes down to both teams and it's win and get in. Not not for the division, just win and get in and losers out. Oh. And I want that to be Sunday night football, Ooh. the last week of the season, Jets. And Patriots, Ooh. and it's in New England. Yeah. Like that's what I would yeah, like. Yeah, I, I like that. That would build. I like that. Can we that, go that back to that, string? That, yeah, we will be back there. <laughs> that will get the atmosphere there. People get. I want that type of playoff game, like for so, the Patriots. So you didn't tell me. Say Zach Wilson plays. Are we winning? Is are they winning? Losing? What we I think they win no matter what. Patriots Who's there? Win. Yeah. Okay. I think I like if, if it is that sort of winning game scenario, I think we grind it out at home. But there's also the case that I think the Jets have it locked up. We're playing a winning get in and need someone like Pittsburgh or Baltimore to lose, and that's a Zach Wilson game. So I think however you draw it up, it's it's a win. If it is the drama kind of winning get in, loser go home thing, I like that it's at home. All right, tally them up, Cliff. What do you got there? Uh, you, you guys have to do that. I'm trying to do the uh, paperwork. Or, I mean, the uh, computer here. A lot, of, so, a lot of W's on the bad side is all I see. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, have, I have them starting, you know, two and two. You win two, so you're four and two. You lose two, you're four and four. Then I have them going on a five-game win streak. So what's that mathematicians out there? Nine and four, nine I believe. Nine and four, yeah. So just like 2021, right? They were like mm -hmm. nine and four at that time, and I think it's believable. And then I think you finish and tail off at two and two to end the season. Um, and that brings you to 11 wins, 11 and six. Now, could they finish one and three to end the season and they're 10 and seven? Yeah, absolutely. They, they could probably end up losing that Buffalo game like, yeah, and they yeah. end up finishing one and three. Again, possibly limping into the playoffs yet again right. and not at the, at, you want to go and win three straight. I'm giving them those two, last two wins is like, this is your way to step into the playoffs. You mm. can't just fall backwards in the playoffs like you've done before. No. And I think they've learned their lesson. So I think... I think in terms of wins, I have them at 11. I think 11 is the most that they can get. I think that will be their ceiling, and I think their floor is nine wins. So I can take two wins out of there, and I think that's what your floor is. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think that's solid. But do you think you have to make the playoffs this year, yes or no? I'm going to go with yes. Yeah. I, I think from now until the, the end of time, the expectation is you're a playoff team. Um, are we spoiled? Yes. We'll always be spoiled. Um, but I, I think currently with Belichick still there, like even, even last year, they weren't a playoff team last year, and they, they should have been a playoff team last yeah. year. And they just didn't have that quality. Like imagine they beat Buffalo that last week of the season, and that's how they got into the playoffs. Yeah. Like, it's one of those things where like, it definitely wasn't Seriously, that whole punt return, like kickoff return to start the game. and they, like, mm. Mac Jones played a pretty good game, too. And Mac Jones did well. From that Jets game on the road all the way through the season until that last game where he only had like one interception for a string of like eight games like yeah. last year. So yeah. yeah. I think Matt Jones overall too is a game manager. Um, that's his type. I, I don't think he's going to be chasing points. 
it's hard for him to probably put up 24 points a game. I think this defense is going to look so good that Bill's going to tell Bill O'Brien, so Belichick's to tell O'Brien, I can hold teams to 20 or fewer. Just give me 21 points. Right. Give me three yeah. touchdowns. I don't care if we win games 21-20. I don't care if we win them 41-20. Like, I'm going to get 20, and yeah. that's when we keep the defense at. Right. There are going to be mistakes. There are going to be games where the defense gives up 34, whatever it might be. But I think that's the consensus between the two, and I think it's going to work. I don't think Mac Jones can be flashy. I don't think they're going to put up 40 points a game. 21 points, I think, is doable. That's not asking for a lot. No, that's, no. that's a normal average NFL offense. Yeah. That's what they have to be. They'll probably be a top 10, top 5 defense. They'll probably be a top 5 defense, I think, easily is what they're kind of looking at being. If we're a middle-of-the-pack middle offensive team, you're a 10-win team, and you're probably looking at a road playoff game. Yeah. Well, this was very entertaining. I want to thank you guys um, for dealing with my guy over here because uh, he – you should have seen last year's so. – it was a little, uh, it was a little coming off that high. 13 and 4? Yeah, no, I, I think I probably gave him 12 wins. <laughs> but I was coming off that high of like going to the playoffs. All right, like they, they should put it together. And um, I mean, just being optimistic. But then again, so last year, you know, last year people don't realize. I know people, all right? I know people. I hear things. He knows a like lot that. of people. No, I know people. You hear things, right? Um, last May, they didn't get a playbook and OTAs to like a week prior to OTAs. Like they had no playbook. So you already fallen behind every other team. Yeah. And then, you know, you go through the OTAs and they didn't look good. Yeah. Even David Andrews kind of talking crap about the team, Mac Jones looking frustrated. Then you go through the preseason and they, you go last year to training camp and they look terrible. Then they get the fights with Carolina. Then they're going to Vegas and they looked awful in Vegas for that entire preseason week where they got owned by the Raiders and then they had that preseason game where Stidham outplayed Mac Jones that game. Um, it's been a complete 180 this, this, this year. I think they've looked a lot better. I know we've only seen a small sample size, but you're not hearing this, like, the Pats don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing on offense. And what we've seen just in that second preseason game, they look at least decent enough, both defense and offense, that they can at least do something this year. So I think it's a complete 180 from last year. And the fact that they got eight wins last year with that, wretched coaching staff and again there was games where the vikings game they should have won that game like the Bengals game they were getting blown out anyways but like that's a game that you had a chance to come back and win in there as well too so yeah, yeah do we do we not want to say names like that's a matt patricia difference or like, <laughs> like, <laughs> well, maybe, like well maybe the matt patricia difference works because he's with the eagles now and maybe he accidentally drops the playbook and says yeah, yeah, oh, who knows? Oh, I don't, i've dropped it at, at six string i don't know how it got picked up by the how Patriots. did that happen <laughs> how is he there it's it's just, why, why is he there yeah, yeah like, like why Huh. Who knows? He has to know dirt on somebody. Like yeah. that's like the Marvin Lewis. Well, it's, 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 it's <laughs> Marvin Lewis is yep. in the lead for so long. Like how? 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 how does that work? It's Eagles playing the Patriots week one. Who knows the Patriots better than anybody on that team? It's gonna be Matt Patricia. So he's gonna at least try to say this is kind of the schemes they run. This is what they might be doing on defense. Like he's gotta at least know their defense. Right. Hey, hurts. Like this is how you gotta have to play against them. But Bill's smart enough to change a lot of things around. And I mean, I think that's why he's there. Yeah. And he'll probably be the scapegoat when the Eagles have like maybe a rough stretch where like we gotta get rid of somebody. Get rid of Matt. If, the, if the Eagles lose that game, I don't think he makes me too, <laughs> man. <laughs> I mean, it's he, uh, he's their fall on the sword guy. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, like, all right, well, guys, I want to thank you guys. This is where yeah. we bid you adieu. Appreciate uh, well, we're you. getting close, but again, we'll be back here. I know I will. I'm not too far from here. Um, when do you? What's the? When are you guys open? If you want to give the hours so people can come and check it out. 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, for the fall, we're going to rock, you know, our usual Wednesday through Sunday. Okay. Um, dinner service, 4 to 10. Sunday is a, uh, Saturday is a 12 to 10. Sunday at Bummies is a 12 to 6. Okay. Um, definitely have some Pats games on the lounge um, to have for, for, you know, I guess come by. Nice. Um, but, yeah, it, it, it's it's good food, it's good beer. If the Pats are on, then there's never a bad time here. Let's so do it. That's I what like fall season is going to be like. Well, I want to thank you. But before you guys go, I want you guys to stick around because obviously we're in your establishment. But I want you to hear this guy because, like I said, he's Mr. Famous. He got to hang out with someone. Yeah, don't shake it. Let's cut it out. Cut it out. Talk about it. Like, how was your trip, man? Go ahead. I had a great time in Denver. You know, so when it comes to Denver, I talked to Stidham uh, back in, I think, a free agency. He reached out, said, hey, I'm going to Denver. The Patriots were playing out in Denver. It ends up being on Christmas Eve, so I know I couldn't make it out there for Christmas Eve. You got kids at home. You can't do that travel schedule like that. Um, so I said, you know what, I'll at least come out during the preseason knowing that you're going to start at some point. Um, you know, it's been fun to follow the Jared Stidham um, journey so far and, and continue going forward because I get to see and do things that, like, I'm a fan of football at the end of the day. So it's been fun to just come out. I go out on my own dime. You know, I, I get my own hotel, get my own flight. Hey, Jared goes to me and says, here's your ticket for the game. You get to sit with his wife, you sit with the family. You experience a new stadium. I've never been to Denver before. I leaned in and told Kennedy, I, I would not come out to Denver if it wasn't for you being here. I don't really see myself coming out here. Um, and it's just being a support system. And I'm telling you, like, just being there and seeing Jarrett play, he knew we were there. He knew that I was there coming, you know, pretty much halfway across the United States. His, his wife's there. His brother's there. And I felt like it just made him play a little bit better. Um, and just getting to see what the Broncos are like. It's like a recon mission. I, I think the Broncos offensive line isn't that great. And I think that the Pats have a chance to beat them later on in the season. We'll see what ends up happening. Um, and uh, kind of get a feel with the fans. Like people see me wearing a Jared Stidham jersey. I mean, it is what it is, right? You get a lot of hate. But, no, I, I mean, people see a Jared Stidham jersey. I'm the only one who's going to wear it in the stadium. So people are like, oh, you must know him. I'm like, yeah, just a friend. Like, that's what it is. And then I turn it right away. What do you guys think about Russell Wilson? What you, and I think the consensus, Cliff, about 60 to 70% of people are saying, I hope it works. Yeah. I don't think anybody truly thinks the Russell Wilson experience uh, experiment is going to actually work there. Um, again, I'm not rooting for Russell to get hurt. I'm not rooting for Russell to not succeed. I think that's wrong to do that. Um, yep. But I do hope that there is – I think what the most important part that Jarrett did was he put pressure on Russell Wilson – um, to win 41 nothing, and yep. they were up 27 nothing at halftime, and that's when Stidham was done. Yep. Stidham took a shot to the ribs. And, and, and I bring up that picture again real quick because I'll tell the – I'm a tell-all guy, like, on here. Right, I'm well. obviously not going to say anything, um, you know, on social media. The real ones who get to watch this get the inside scoop on this stuff. There so what go. happened was Stidham took a shot to the ribs, like, really bad. Um, we had to wait over an hour for him to come out on the field afterwards. What is that? Ice Got to do media, got to shower, got to get x-rays. Everything's all, all squared away. He comes out, and he's wearing that shirt right there. You can't see it. There's a reason. Big bulkiness, like right in the side right here of just ice. Ice and bandaged up. He wanted to get out of there. I was exhausted. It was a long day. Um, I was like, I got to get a picture with you. Like, and I was like, but I can't because you're bandaged up. It would look, it would look crazy because it just it comes out all the way to the side. Um, so Kennedy, nice enough to say, like, let's get a selfie, and I'll stand in front of him. So you don't see it. So um, shout outs to Kennedy. But shout out to also Jarrett for taking a shot like that 
coming out for one play and going right back in, still leading a, a scoring drive that kicked a field goal, and still coming out the next drive and going down for a touchdown drive. So I think that he built a lot of um, confidence from his teammates. Yep. And I think the most important part is that was their only preseason game in Denver. That's how you make a stand because – we all have knee-jerk reactions, and we yep. all have short-term memory. Yep. If Russell Wilson stinks week one, people are going to be calling for See Jared Stidham. Yep. Like that's, and that's just like last year with Zappi and Mac Jones. We dealt with that. That's what they could be end up doing in Denver as well. But yeah. um, I had a great time. It was a quick trip. Fly out Saturday. I took a red You're eye home. man. I took yeah, a red I eye. I watched that. Jesus. I was at the airport for like 11 hours because I had nothing else to do. There's really nothing in Denver that I wanted to go out and see. I did it all on Saturday, and I was at the airport for probably 11 hours just wow. like walking around. and. Uh, I mean, it was it was a good time. I, uh, and I want to apologize to Jared because I didn't have his uh, his highlight. Nice clip, great ball. The guy could throw. We always knew yeah, that. Yeah, he the guy could throw. throw, especially deep throw. He he has escapability. We all know that he had some cleanup work to do, which you brought up as far as like surgery, cleaning up. You know, taking some time off. And it looks like it paid off. It it, it has. I mean, he's taken his fair share of lumps over the last two years, especially with the offensive lines he's had. Um, and again, it's just a kid who's 27 years old, who just turned 27 years old, that's still trying to find his footing in the NFL. And again, uh, Cliff, I get the little experiences like to go on the field after the game, to be at mile high, going not in the locker room, but outside their locker room and kind of going through the players, like where they walk to their cars. It's just the small experiences for me as a fan. It's yep. just like kind of cool to see that. Um, I don't think a lot of people appreciate that stuff. And I did get to see Russell Wilson from, from like, you know, afar. Like, not like I saw <laughs> Was him. Sierra I mean, there? No, no. No, no. So I asked Kennedy if you've uh, met Sierra in the yeah. past. And she's like, I've only talked to her for five seconds, just making hellos. And that's really? it. But wow. she said that, she, you know, Sierra's bigger than Russell Wilson in Denver. She's treated way bigger. Wow. Bigger celebrity. I thought that Interesting. was kind of funny. So just... Uh, but no hate, no hate or anything Not like that. No, there's no hate or anything. You know, just you know. Fact is fact. Sometimes coworkers, fact fact. and that's what it is. So, um, will I be back out in Denver this year? We'll see. I, if if uh, Russell Wilson loses the starting job at some point early on, yep. I will definitely be out there. But Denver's in a very expensive trip. I will tell you that. Really? Um, oh yeah. Like if I wanted to fly out in December because it's ski season, oh. it's like four fifty, five hundred round trip. Ouch. Now, would I do it for Jared Stidham? Possibly. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, it depends on what the season is. But if that's why I want to do ski, no, I don't. Oh, I'll damn. sit at the lounge, you know, <laughs> but we'll see what happens. All right. um, and, and again, I am very appreciative of Jared and Kennedy who know that I'm being real. Yeah. And they understand where day I'm coming one. from. Day one. Day and one. They like the support system uh, out here. I, I it's like I'm covering him. I'm like Brian Windhorst to LeBron James. Like I'm that to Jared Stidham. Like, that's what it is. I, I will say this. I, and I've said this to you off camera, I won't say the whole thing, but I definitely think that he's experienced and seen and heard some things that it would be interesting. I think he's a solid quarterback. I, I, he's never said anything negative while here. He's, he was supposed to be the next man up or at least been given or extended the opportunity to compete. As they say, everyone and every year people get to compete. I don't think that was actually provided or given. Um, and since day one, you've uh, you've you've got a lot of backlash, a lot of people hating. Even I pulled you. I was like, dude, are you sure? It's like, no. And you sat and there, showed and, me and, video, and, and that's and, props. And that's what felt great about being in Denver on Saturday, was that not that you're supposed to talk about sports betting and know people and this and that, but I had the Broncos minus six. I was on a little gambling run. I put close <laughs> to two hundred bucks on them because I was like, I'm coming out here. Like, I'm either gonna die on that sword or I'm gonna have a fun time. And yep. they blew them out and. Just to see that, 
Um, you know, it's it's a little little small redemptions like for for Jared and for me. The fact that I'm leaning into Kennedy and being like, "Wow, NFL just posted his highlight." Wow, like at halftime, he's on the NFL page. Like yeah. that's cool for her to see her husband. Oh like, yeah. You know, wow, like he's getting all this recognition and fame. But she's she also knows that. And the funny thing was this: there was a play where he tossed it down. I think it was like a 50-yard play. Uh, they were going the opposite end. And he threw it into double coverage, and I was like, "Oh, like kind of like, what are you doing?" Right, right, right. And they made the catch, and it was, and she looked into like, "Come on, Babs!" Like I thought you had more faith ah, than that. I like and I was that. Like, well, <laughs> he's throwing it into double coverage, and I'm nervous. I'm sitting on the edge of my seat yeah. because every mistake that he makes, right. I get crapped on Hell for yeah. no matter what. I see he, it. I, I get crapped on. So, but it's funny because when he has a fancy, like he played almost perfect that game. Uh-huh. People won't still give me. They won't give me the credit. They'll I just will, be like, "Ah, it is what well, a lucky game." Is it fair to game. say that he made the right choice? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yep, dumpster yeah. fire over there in Vegas. Yeah, I mean, I I talked and asked, you know, do you have any regrets? You know, this is to you know not yep. to Jarrett personally, yep. but you have any regrets not taking Vegas? And I think that they are comfortable. They Vegas had their decision already made. Okay, and it was going to be Jimmy G. Got That's it. what it sounds like. So. Um, Jarrett probably would have been just another bench warmer at yep. that point. I mean, not to say it that way, but that's what he's doing in Denver. Right, right. But waiting for an opportunity, and I don't know if he thinks QB he would have had it. I don't think his opportunity would have came in Vegas again. I think yep. it was like, this is you're just going to be the – you're our Brian Hoyer. That's yep. what we're looking at you. Where I think he's like, no, I think I have something I can be a starter, and I think Sean Payton sees that out of Jarrett. Bingo, system. and you stole my thunder because I was going to say, I think game four, you might start seeing some rumbling, some some talking, some some changes because Payton's <laughs> not trying to hear that. Well, the big things that I saw from the Denver fan base is that 41 points, 41 to zero, that was the most lopsided victory in preseason since 1997. And the Denver Broncos haven't put up more than like 25 points since like maybe two years ago. So like last year, they didn't do that with Russell Wilson. Now going through the Broncos preseason really quick, the first game, Russell Wilson had four drives and didn't look good. He, he threw a touchdown to Jerry Judy, who's now hurt. Yep. And um, the second game, he went three for six on the drive, and I think they kicked a field goal. That third game, they opened the playbook up for Jarrett, and they looked pretty good. Now, yes, it's all backups. The Rams mm-hmm. looked absolutely horrendous. But that's how you beat down a bad team. That's it. Like, that's what you have to do. I mean, it would be different that's if they in front won, of you. you know, 17 nothing against a bad team. All right, right. maybe we don't have That's who's right in front pieces. of you. You play who you have yep, in yep, front yep, of you. Yep, you play who you have in front of you. And so his we'll offensive line just is not doing – it's not really helping yeah. him out too much, man. Um, but listen, ladies and gentlemen, this has been fun. It's our first time. A little rusty. I apologize in advance. Um, let's talk about what's happening week one with us. I didn't really set up anything, but I'll allow you to verbalize it, and I'll take care of the flyer video coming forward. What are we doing? Yeah, I mean, for week one um, – First of all, this is season three of Boston Power Hour. And again, I show so much appreciation, love, and support to Cliff Bonet, the Cliff Notes Project, to be able to do this, to have the cameras to set up, the behind the scenes, to be able to be here also in Brockton Beer uh, Company, and to be able to be in Brockton and do this stuff. This is the test runs that we keep doing every year. We're kicking this off already live. Like, we're here live. It's on YouTube. I know that. We'll work on the X situation of whatever happens, and this is Gatows, and we watch the clips back, and we have all fun with that. You know, the last couple of years, we've been able to do stuff live, and that's all because of Cliff and the team around him that's able to do this, um, to be able to be at the Brook Casino and doing, like, a live, like, watch, game watch with us, um, trying something new. Uh, to be at six string for the wild card game against Buffalo, to be able to be at Mohegan Sun last year and being there down there live, 
um, and then doing another six-string um, game last year. Uh, to be in the studio that he set up and put something together for us that we have our own home studio, um, the most important thing is no one's really doing this for the Patriots organization in terms of a fan base, um, and it's a lot of work that goes behind the scenes, and I, I appreciate Cliff. So it's been something that we've been wanting to do for the last couple of years because we talked about it since day one, and it takes time. It's finding the right people. You live and learn. So week one, we're going to be live at the tailgate for the New England Patriots. We are going to do a live pregame show week one. It's going to be at Olive and Mint. It's a 20-minute walk from the stadium. Got to be off property. That's when you're off property. It's the wild, wild west. You can do That's a, right. a lot of, a lot of stuff we can do, and I don't want to get into it yet. But we're going to be about a 20-minute walk from the stadium. It's easy in and out parking. We're going to have flyers come out probably later this week that That's gives right. you all the information. The lots open up at noontime. I'll yep. be there a little bit earlier, so maybe get there a little early. And um, I think it's just it's something new. It's something exciting. Uh, we want to be able to give other people an opportunity to come out and, and talk and have a microphone and say what you got to say and be loose with it. I mean, I appreciate the production quality that you provide us together. And to be able to then have our platform and give it to a couple other people to be able to talk and do their thing as well, too. So Can we sprinkle just one name that's going to be there? You brought him up. Sausage guy? Bow. Yeah, we're going to have Sausage Bow. guy out there. That's a big deal, um, man. Who else? Rockton Beer Company. That's right, there. baby. <laughs> yeah. That's right. So, you know, um, and, you know, we'll, I'll go through my bag of people that we want to come out. And I'm sure there's going to be other people that are just mm -hmm. going to come out and support us as well, too. Yep. Um, it's just something different. No one's doing it. We'll see how it goes and, and appreciate all of the Mint and their, you know, family to let us come Definitely. out and do what we want to do. Right. It's, it's, it's worked out so far. And, again, it's the wild, wild west out there. We'll see how it goes. And uh, if it goes well, we'll do it again at yeah. some point down the, down the road. But to be able to kick this season off uh, at Brockton Beer Company, to be able to go to week one, the tailgate, um, is a good way to kick off things, and we will have college vibes. Uh, college vibes, man. Yeah, like, I mean, it feels like it. Yeah. And I think, and I think, as we grow and we understand more, because I mean, I'll be honest, Cliff, we could go out there week one and it starts raining. Oh, you don't or, worry, I got that covered. Literally or, covered. You know, you deal with certain people, and, but uh, let them know about that. Actually, so yeah, he I mean, brings a good thing. Guess what? Because of the family, they're allowing us to actually go into their facility. To keep the party going. Yeah. So we're all right there. Instead of having to go into the woods, into those nasty, what do you call those, porta-potties, we have real yeah, bathrooms. Yeah, I was actually shocked. They said that they, you, that was one of your questions. Yeah. It was like, we've been working, by the way, we've been working on this work. for months. But like, shout-outs to we've you, We've been though. working on this for months. Like, Babs so is not, I, and I want people to know this, because a lot of people are DMing me, hey, everything okay with you and Babs and this and that? And I'm like, yeah, we're good. But he's doing his thing, and he's continuing to grow, which was always... My number one thing that I've wanted, I said, there is a Boston Power Hour thing, but I want him to grow. So we got away from the Spike King and we got Babs on a mic. Even his logo has changed, as you can see on the bottom right or left. I'm dyslexic. Don't judge me. But anyway, he's growing. Like, he's like watching your kids grow is dope, dude. And he's, because, he's saying soft. No, you're not. You're just like maturing and getting older and like, all the little things we spoke about as far as, like, writing a book, being out there, since the bigs don't want to put, put us on the cameras, we're doing it our way. And I'm very excited. He, he, he one day just hit me up. He's like, hey, I think I found a place. Let's look it up. I said, let's do it. I saw his vision, and I'm going to light it I, up for I'll him. Tell you, I'll tell everybody, 
I want, if I could, I would do this right on Gillette property. I'd be right there in the Tailgater 2000 lot. And trust me, we've talked about it for the last couple of years of doing something like this. You can only do so much. Right. Um, and you got to do it the right way down there. And I've seen other people try doing things like this, and they get completely kicked out of the way. I think we're doing this the right way. So I think that just like similar to the tailgates down at MetLife Stadium, it takes a while before you actually see it. And I think the more times we start going to tailgates and doing this, I think people are like, I actually want to stop by there. Yeah. Because I want to be, I want to have maybe the floor to speak and, and ask a question. Yeah. Or put my, put my take out there. And we're willing to do that for you. Hell so yeah. I, like, I think that's just something we're going to work towards over and the it, next, and next couple of years. And it's really dope that the collaborative effort that we have with local businesses that yeah. actually say, hey, we see what you're doing. We believe in that. Let's team up. And I think that speaks volumes. As everyone's watching like Fox, CBS, they're just a bundle of 16 little channels brought together. They're a bunch of us brought together, and it's br- that whatever information or story that they compile, they bring it up. That's all it is. Yeah. It's the same thing. At the um, end of the day, we're just fans of the, of the Patriots, and, like, we're just trying to bring something. You're bringing something with – you're bringing something here with your production quality and this and that to give people the voice with this microphone, to give people the view right here with the camera. Um, and not many people out there, Cliff, I think you're probably one of the only ones that will be willing to do that. Um, and you took a shot on me, and here we are. We can pick – the Patriots go 0-4 to start the season. I think Boston Power Hour is going to be looking pretty bleak for the rest yeah. of the season. we'll do some of this. <laughs> but but if, they're, if they're hot and they're looking great, it's fun doing this. It's, yeah. And some nights are tiresome. We're going to go back to Monday nights, yep. and like that's going to be some tiresome nights. But, but we're going to do it. we're also going to have some fun like going back on, and being back here in Brockton. Yep. Or, being down at Mohegan maybe one day, or yep. if we're trying to get into Foxwoods, we, can, we just can go anywhere we want to go, um, and I think that's awesome. Yeah. Um, not many people can do that, and there are people out there that have been real to us and others mm-hmm. that have just not given us the time of day, and we hope yep. to continue to show. We're always willing to work with anybody. For sure. Want to just keep growing. Well, this is good, and I hate the fact that we're ending the show this way, but it we are who we are. We, um, we don't really have any quote-unquote agendas. I'm going to put you on on this man so you i'm gonna have you lead the way on this one but i was a little disturbed you sent me some information today um and after you talk about it i just want to share a video um of an interview that i did that's relevant um to this piece that babs brought up mike is all yours sir i saw this this morning um matt judon tweeted out uh, i guess ariana grande is coming out with a tribute song to mac miller and then Matt Judon said, absolutely no one cares. Don't be sad now just because he's dead and it's your fault. Um, I thought that's just like the wrong choice of words to use for Matt Judon. Listen, I kind of have been talking privately about this. I didn't put my personal opinions out there on X because I don't want to get hammered by everybody. I know Mac Miller has a lot of fanboys. I know Ariana Grande has a lot of fanboys and girls. Like I, I, I see that, right? Um, I just think it's poor wording on Matt Judon's part. I like Judon as a player on the field. I feel like he's done some questionable things and saying some questionable things. We all have at times, but I, I think as a professional athlete, you should know a little bit better in his, in the, in, in his bio. like the, the, the first post that he has pinned, it says, I love the name Jesus. So somebody that wants to speak about religion and Jesus Christ, the Lord and Savior, but you want to say that it's your fault that Mac Miller is dead, it just contradicts itself. So I, I thought it was just... It's just weird, right? Um, if you want to blame anybody, so I, had to, I have to dive into this more. I, I don't think it's right to blame Ariana Grande. She's not forcing drugs down Mac Miller's throats. 
do people have relationships that break up and it sucks? Yes. I had a seven year relationship with somebody and it still stings to this day, but I'm happy where I am right now in my life. I'm happy to have who I have beside me with Michelle and I'm happy to have my girls with me as well too. But you can't just blame an individual like that. If you want to blame anybody, it's Pete Davidson, by the way. Like, if you really wanted to go after somebody. Um, and you can have your thoughts and saying, well, Ariana Grande is just trying to make some money off of Mac Miller. So be it. But at least she's trying to do something. Everyone's trying to make money off of people here. That's how our world works. That's what Tom Brady charities have been doing. They make money off of people. You get paid to go do those things. So I thought it was just... I thought it was tasteless. Um, I don't care where you stand, and I don't want to hear it, and I don't want to argue about it. I really don't. I just think that when you look at the words and you say absolutely no one cares, but then you obviously care and say it's someone's fault. Like it just, It's just hypocritical. Um, and I will say this, and this is going to sound pretty mean, but I do believe in bad karma, and I hope that it doesn't happen. But you, you can't be saying these things because those people are going to come back to this tweet and say, this is why. 100%. And I just want to share this interview because um, for people, a lot of people are asking, they know what Cliff Notes project is. They know the Boston Power Hour. They know Babs on the mic. And today we actually introduced, you know, the Brockton Beer Company. Um, but there's a company here by the, that is uh, called Fight. So for those that know or don't know, my father is a physician, um, Dr. Gene Bonet. He has a quote, before any disease, there is a person. Allow me to repeat that again. Before any disease, there is a person. We all deal with mental health and substance abuse, substance wellness. I'm going to let this video speak more because you know what? I'm not the appropriate speaker for this. And I hope you guys are still tuning in. It's not too long, but I think it's worth it. Vacations for the actions that you got caught up in, you become more of an adult. When did you start finding yourself dabbling I'm going to just say in, in, in the devil's world as far as like drugs and everything else. I mean, um, I, I'm a I'm a very late bloomer in that I we, we come from a we come from a society and a culture where getting high, smoking crack, um, being a bum and all of these things doing dope is frowned upon. And um, I once frowned upon those people because I sold stuff. So, yeah. Um, Unfortunately, I never knew what I never really knew. Like you hear crackhead, you hear drug addict, you hear stuff like that when you're in those neighborhoods. I didn't. I do believe, you know what I mean. Alcoholism and addiction is a disease. It I is. believe that it's a form of mental health. Yep. I um, you have no. Most people have no idea what that even means or what I'm saying right now. Mm. Um, so. My father was alcoholic addict, you know okay. what I mean? But he comes from that era where um, in the 70s... Um, that was just a party, right? That, that, that was just... My father maintained two cars, a household, oh, so paid his bills, okay. he was you know what I mean? But drank Miller Lite in the morning when, before he went to work. Okay. You know what I mean? Weekends, um, got busy, smoked, and, and did what his thing was. But he... I don't know. When I started getting high, I couldn't do none of that shit. Yeah. I don't know how he did that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But um, so it happened. Sadly, I mean, the, the long story short is, I'm selling everything. You know, I'm. This is you know, trap or die, pimping, all this kind of stuff. I got everything in the um place where I live at, and um, it's not hard to get wind of that. And um, I had moments where. My father, you know what I mean, got little things from me here and there, and um, I smoked weed with my father before, and um, 
I just think that it got so comfortable in not understanding the disease that he suffered from alcoholism and addiction. Mm -hmm. He went into my room and grabbed some stuff up and ultimately used it and died. And I always, and I, you know, I found him, you know what I mean? And, um, those last moments of his life, I was, I seen him and I had left and then I came back and then I even knew it before I got in the house because the way the, the it was an airy feeling. Okay. But I always felt, I always had this guilt of feeling like I killed my dad. Mm -hmm. And guilt, guilt will consume you. Guilt, um, regret, it, it's, a, it's a way that the devil controls your mind. And when you feel like that, the, the human body, if I cut myself right now, scientifically, I acknowledge that too. There's little cells that immediately shoot to that p place of pain in the opening scar that begin to try to heal to it. Heal. To, Correct. No matter what, no matter what you go through. The brain is the same thing. It, it, it wants to feel good. It, it's trying to cure. It's trying to heal you. Mm -hmm. I just, I found that relief in, in, a, in a substance though. And that was just a little clip from artist Exit Fame. And, um, and I just wanted to share, I just wanted to share this little bit of interview um, with everybody that's still watching with you, B. Um, I don't want to say more than that, but I want to say everybody, thank you. Um, please continue to watch. Babs on the mic, he's a star. And that's why I bet on him. Please continue to support. All of us, the Cliff Nose Project, please come by Brockton Beer Company in Brockton. We're going to continue to provide content. We're going to continue to, to do what we do, which is enjoy the game and show our love for the game, but from our perspective. Anything you want to add to that, bro? No, I think that's fine. I don't, <laughs> I'll, I'll start ranting and go different ways. So Yeah, you will, but yeah, I, I, you I, can hold that for later. Yeah, we've got plenty of time this season. We do.